smoking section. Here we are for another episode, fabulous episode of season four. Uh, we have a newcomer here who I, I've been looking forward to talking to you because I had a friend reach out to me and was like, you need to have this girl on your podcast. And then really? I, yeah, and then I met a, uh, I met uh, Bridget. We have a mutual friend and she, it was during her birthday week and she's like, oh yeah, I work with Robert. I'm like, I need her on my podcast like as soon as possible. Um, so I love I, it. I love Bridget. I love Bridget. I love Bridget. So. So I'm glad we got this worked out. I'm glad we got everything situated and got you on. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have here TikTok sensation, Warner Music Nashville, new artist Robin Otellini. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I'm doing fantastic. Are you still in Canada? Yep. I'm still here. It's still a whole wide lockdown, but I have a visa all approved and I'm getting a vaccine on Tuesday. So look out America. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's been a long time boy. coming. So let's start with that. So when did you go back to Canada and then getting stuck there, basically, <laughs> for this whole pandemic? I've always been here. I've actually, like, never been to Nashville as, like, an artist. I've been there really? as a tourist with my mom. Yeah, I went with my mom, and it was so fun. And then I went with, like, another musician, and she was recording. And she's like, do you mind just, like, being my court system? My boyfriend can't come. And I was like, free road trip. Fuck yeah. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, I've never been to Nashville. And I feel like in some ways it's a negative and in some ways it's a positive, but I think it's just time I, I get to Nashville. Now, why do you think it's a negative? Because I feel like everybody there knows each other mm-hmm. and it's just like a community that I'm missing out on. Mm. Yeah, it is. It, it, no, it does make sense because there, there's definitely a community here in this town that, you know, you don't get unless you like you don't understand it until like you actually are, you're in it. You're in the thick of things here. Yeah. So I definitely get that. So what's been a positive, though? I think I mean, everything I produce is just kind of who I am and I'm not like influenced by the Nashville community or anything like that and that's been current um, in like when people are like oh you sound different and it's like it's because I've been in a small town my whole life and I have no (laughs) have you had more creative juices juices flowing this entire pandemic that you've been in and staying there like has that been working out for you it has been so I used to do service industry like Mm -hmm. every other musician trying to make the dream work Mm -hmm. but then when the pandemic hit I lost my job as a barista where I right. make some coffee um, and and then yeah so then it was like well you have all this time Canadian government was paying a couple thousand a month to stay home so it's like I was making more than I was pre-pandemic just from the government paying me so yeah I just put it all into music and every day just woke up wrote and blah 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 and made content and it paid off yeah it paid off with a record deal you haven't even been in America yet <laughs> isn't that crazy I'm just chilling up here yeah I did not. So that's, so I didn't know that. Confused. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah. No idea you had never been here. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean, like I've been there as a tourist, but yeah, that's it. Nothing. nothing. Yeah, yeah. So my um, so my friend who is a fan of your music, and I'll tell you who it is after thing after. Okay, because uh, I'm I'm like curious. Yeah, I'll um, tell you. But um, he was he when he told me about it, he's like, "Have you heard the song my my F one fifty? And I'm like, "No, haven't heard it. I haven't heard it." And he's like, "You need to listen to it." And I'm like. When people tell me listen to things it's, at this point it's like I've been in this business for so, so long it's like ah uh, if it becomes big then I'll I'll focus on it I'm like he's like no you need yeah. to hear it and so he I'm like all right and he goes no we're going to the truck right now we got in the truck and we played I love this 
guy? Who is this guy? And we got in a truck and we played it. And then I found myself, like, we got the truck. I'm like, that's pretty good. I'm like, that's a pretty good song. I'm like, that's catchy. But I found my, it wasn't until like 30 minutes later, I found myself still humming it in my head. And I'm like, holy shit. This song is actually catchy. And he's like, I told you. I fucking told you. And so it's like a sneaky earworm. It's, yeah, it's an like, earworm. It just sticks. I'm like, oh, okay. So what was the inspiration behind that for you? Well, I was, you know, dating a guy in my small town up here and he drove an F one fifty and then he broke my heart, you know, same old sad story. And then it was just like everyone in my small town has an F one fifty because they're like the most popular truck, apparently. Everybody wants to drive one. So I just saw them everywhere and and then it finally like picked me off enough. And I was like, when I see an F-150. And then a lot worse lyrics followed. And then I went home and I <laughs> and then I wrote the song. And then um, six months later, I wanted to record it. But it was like all sad. Like every chorus was the same. Mm-hmm. And my producers convinced me to like rewrite the last chorus and like put a little hope in, put a little hope in my song. And I think it paid off because I think it inspires people that you could be broken. Yeah, yeah paid off okay. 20, 20 million streams paid off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Globally, it's, it's insane. That's 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 insane. Um, I, I but I, I love the song. I've added it to my playlist that I listen to quite often. Thank you. So you're in what part? What part of Canada are you in? I'm north of Toronto. Okay. So Ontario. Ontario. That's like north of Buffalo, kind of. Yeah, yeah. So so you so you see you keep saying small town. So how is your small town world? Is it is it similar to the America small town? Because I mean, I, I want. I mean, it's kind of wrong to ask because you haven't been in America yet for it. For it, I know. I'm like, I think yeah. from what the movies, from what like, the I'm movies, like Friday Night Lights. Yeah, yeah. Small town. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like that. Um, football isn't as important up here. We're more rugby players up right. here and hockey players. Um, but like same guys, different sport kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, small town. Everybody knows you. You see everybody from high school at the bar. You can never live anything down. So yeah, same small town. I think wow. in America. Wow. So. So, um, did you end up like in a small, small high school, small, what, what was it like growing up for you in this small town? I went to a small elementary school called Goodwood and I don't know how many kids were there. Maybe like a hundred kids. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make sense. That has to be more, maybe like 300, 500. My mom's going to listen to this and be like, wrong. And I'm going to be like, okay, <laughs> sorry, mother. <laughs> and then the high school was 1500 kids, which like, is like a good amount. I think right now the population's just under 30,000. Okay. Uh, but I've grown up here my whole life. So it's, I think it started off like a lot smaller than that. Yeah. Just so you've just seen it just grow, just, just grow over time. Yeah. How, how old are you, if you mind me asking? I'm 25. Oh, you're at the, you're at the, uh, you're at the quarter life uh, crisis, huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I had a quarter life crisis, so I got a record deal and I just, you know, did the thing. <laughs> uh, I understand that. I've been there before so you haven't you ha- what are you looking forward to most about moving moving to nashville because you're going to be living here aren't you i'm, I'm sure you'll be jumping oh, between no. i'm definitely going to be jumping between a lot i think i'm definitely going to be doing a lot of work in nashville and radio tour isn't in nashville so i'll be out and stuff like that but i definitely want to come there and work with people and my label as much as i can but yeah i don't know 
know. I like it up here. I like, I have all my people here, you know, again, right. with like the community. I, I have my little community and my managers are here. My producers are here and my friends are here. So who knows? Who knows where the wind blows? Who knows where the wind Maybe blows? Maybe if I get dumped, I'll come down. But oh <laughs> my God. <laughs> hey, you You're might like, get, you I'm might leaving end, this place. You might end up getting some more hits. You never know. You, you never know. You never know. Never you never know. You never know. That's really how that happens. So what's going what do you think or what has been so far your biggest sacrifice? Because you're you sound like you're a dedicated person to your music. You sound like you've been dedicated for a while. Um, so what's been your biggest sacrifice? Because I'm sure you didn't have a normal childhood being a singer and being an artist. I feel like childhood was completely normal. I was gonna be a scientist, I was gonna study the ocean. Um, yeah, I know, right? I didn't know music was like a thing. There's nobody musical in my family. I just I've always loved to do it. I've been writing since I was 13 just because I have so many feelings and then but yeah it was always yeah you you go to university and you get a science job and you be smart and it's fun but long story short I got sick in grade 12 and my grades didn't hit and the university didn't want me and then I got sad and then I turned to music and it helped and that's kind of how it started which is funny so like my childhood was totally normal I did the soccer thing and I did the school and then I got the grades and then yeah I just didn't go to university and then I traveled for a bit and learned that I really loved music and kind of found my voice. I think before I was trying to be everybody else. And then when you're 20, you're just like, fuck it. Mm -hmm. This is my voice and this is how I'll sing. Uh, and then I just kind of got good at writing. And I, I'm so bad at talking about myself, which is like the worst part of being an artist. It's like, tell me about yourself. And I'm like, I did this and now I'm here. <laughs> People are like, okay, tell me more. And I'm there's like, no, there's nothing uh, wrong. my hair is brown <laughs> and <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever you know it's so modesty. back to the question it's modesty was, thank you what's my biggest sacrifice i don't think i've made it yet like i don't think the biggest sacrifice has happened yet which is the scary part for me Does that makes sense that makes complete sense i guess like a sacrifice is i worked long hours as a waitress to like put every penny towards but like to me that's not like a sacrifice that's just something i had to do to do it but yeah i don't think like because the traveling hasn't hit yet and once i travel a lot and i'm gone a lot like what sacrifices will i have to make then and it's terrifying to think about i'm gonna do it all you're gonna do it all i'll just I, do I, everything it's all gonna be fine <laughs> <laughs> who's been, so who inspired you so you, you had a normal childhood so you listen to all i'm sure you listen to everything so what artists that you look up that you can look up to that you you know, like, oh, I, w I want to do that. Like, who was that? for you? When I was like a kid, I loved Sarah Evans and Faith Hill and Shania Twain. Um, and I loved country radio. Like my dad loved country music. So he always had it on. Um, so I grew up on like the 90s women. And I was like, I was born to fly. And then Hannah Montana came around. And who didn't, who wasn't influenced by Hannah Montana? Come on. That's very true. She, that's very true. She was an icon to me. Um, and that's kind of when I started writing songs was like, I was like, I can write songs like Hannah Montana does. No full or not knowing full well that him Montana did not write her own song figure it out Robin but I thought she did so I wrote my own song and then when I was like 17 or 18 Casey Musgraves hit the scene and I was like dang this is what I want to write so yeah Casey and Maren Morris are probably the most influential along with Sam Hunt yeah for I, who I am now one of the uh one of the Sam Hunt's guitar player is is one of the guests on this season as well and we've had a long conversation yesterday about uh Sam Hunt um and the things he's done. Is he someone that you want to do a duet with? Oh my gosh. Yes. And I was like, 
I put it on my bucket list. I wanted to be his first duet, like female. He's never done a female duet, but then he did one with Sasha Sloan and it's so good. So I can't be mad. That's but actually his like, second one. With a female? Yes, because a lot of people don't realize it that, and I don't, because I don't think that it was actually billed as a duet, but he has a song with Carrie Underwood. What? And he, it was, he's the, like, he's like the background, he's the harmonizer on the song. I cannot remember the name of the song, but he's the harmonizer of the song. And then they performed it together, I think, at like the Grammys or something. Okay. So the dream wasn't ever going to happen anyway. Okay. I mean, it's not, I, mean, it's not, I mean, listen, it's, listen. It makes sense though. But you could be one, like, you could be the third one. You could be. I could be the, yes. You could be the, the third one. And it third. could, look, it could be bigger than those other or two songs. Yeah. You know? No, he's definitely like a dream collaborator of mine. I just think he's genius. And then I listened to, I think, a podcast and it had his manager on. And so my manager loves the way Sam Hunt just functions and loves the manager too. And it's just talking about how like they do things differently and they have a small core group who makes all the decisions, then goes to the label and is like, hey, this is what we want. What do you think? Here's the budget. And um, I think that's what keeps like Sam so unique is just like he's doing it with his friends. They just side and like they keep it between themselves and i think it's cool yeah they they're, they're very tight lip which is which is really really cool because you you know things can leak out with a lot of artists and it has obviously in the past with with, with artists um but and you don't see that a lot with country music uh no where you know everyone's everyone's very like close to the vests with everything in this business which is great because it always yeah and i think leaking things out it, it ruins the not i want to say the quality but like just the promotion and the impact of the music yeah. Yeah. yeah but it's also changing now because tiktok i feel like so many people are leaking their songs yeah ahead of time yeah. to get like a little traction so yeah it's it's definitely changing and i think country music is starting to leak yeah obviously leak themselves yeah so what's and been I'm interested so in it all <laughs> what made you start because i i'm not against tiktok i just at one point just never understood tiktok you know and I and, feel you. and i've noticed that tiktok has become sort of the a and r for labels and things like that so what has what has been what has helped you out like what was what was what was the inspiration of you just wanting to get your music out there not just that but what made you use tiktok of all social media platforms you use tiktok 100 percent. i mean i've been doing music for a while and i feel like every social media is so important you got to get your youtube you got to be funny on twitter you got to post aesthetically pleasing instagrams which i don't but it's fine works out anyway <laughs> facebook you know you got it all so when a new platform comes, just like any other platform, you got to learn it. You got to utilize it. Um, and what people don't know is I, I spent like hours learning TikTok and just like studying trends and what's everybody else doing and how do I make it click to like my music. Right. And I think that's like the most fun thing about TikTok is like it's audio and visual. And like people see you as the artist and like the performer and your personality along with the song. And then it can spread like wildfire. If you start a trend and you make something relatable enough, but like you, then everybody else does it. And then all of a sudden people know you and you're like, hey. So when did you realize that your song, that this was going to be viral? What, like, when did you realize that? That's crazy. The word viral still kind of freaks me out. But yeah. um, <laughs> it, um, it was interesting because I had made like a trend 
So basically there's like a huge change in F-150 from the verse to the chorus where it goes from like happy to like Mm -hmm. crush your soul sad. So I just kind of made like a transition video. I was like all happy and then I like moved it and then I was sad and it just kind of sparked a trend where like girls or guys just kind of started sharing the vehicles that broke their hearts. So they're like moving on, getting strong. And then when they switch to the sad, they like put the vehicle that broke their heart. Cause not everyone gets done by an F-150. So it was surprising amount have. Um, and so yeah, once that happened, and then I think like a thousand people had used my sound. And I was like, whoa, usually nobody uses my sound. I'm a nobody. And then, uh, yeah, a thousand people used it. And then I could see on Spotify for artists, like the amount of people listening. And I was like, that is exponentially more than yesterday. And then all of a sudden, like 3,500 people had used my sound. And you could just see the streams catapult. I think I got over 100,000 on Spotify and like 120,000 on Apple in one day stream and I was like something just doesn't add up here <laughs> and <laughs> but it worked out and then now I have like over 40,000 people using that sound um with videos and that's it's just like a wildfire TikTok you have no control you just kind of have to make content and hope for the best is there an algorithm on TikTok I think so ask me if I know what it is I'll <laughs> lie I could lie to you and be like yeah there's an algorithm and it's like this no I have no idea I think it's just like people like aesthetically pleasing things mm-hmm. people like um it's like good lighting stuff mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. people love good sound obviously it's the song like it won't work if the song's not there um but yeah it's all about having fun and just making content so what what is the algorithm what is your uh your biggest goal what's your what's your top three goals <sighs> i don't know if i can say it on the podcast because i have gotten my top three goal the crazy thing is i've like achieved so many goals that i never thought i would achieve in like a five-year plan in like one year so now i'm like what are my new goals um so like a goal was to go on a writing retreat and i have one book almost the publisher's working on it and i'm very excited because my dream was always to go to like a beach somewhere and write music mm-hmm. and and now they're gonna let me do it <laughs> <laughs> confused and then I just want to play there's a festival up here called Boots and Hearts and I was in it back in 2016 when I was still dating an F-150 guy so like a huge you know kind of goal was to play mm-hmm. that festival mm-hmm. that would just be fantastic are you still in contact with that guy oh god no 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 because I'm just I'm just I'm curious because you know you have a lot of artists who write and songwriters who write about their exes or their loved ones. So I'm always curious to hear on if that person has contacted them since they heard oh. the song. It was a very messy breakup, and it was like he left me for somebody else right away. I think like we broke up on Sunday, they were dating on Sunday, kind of thing, and oh, then wow. started a little family right off the bat. So it was like no contact whatsoever, like clearly done. There was no going back. So yeah, he hasn't contacted me um his girlfriend has posted me on her story because i had come on like serious x on the highway and they're like can't listen to the highway anymore and it was just like them angry and i was like nah! and we're from a small town like everybody knows everybody i went to high school with these people i was just like oh my god this is so embarrassing for you and a little bit for me but i'm fine free publicity you know how <laughs> So yeah, no, no contact other than that. 
Um, I am friends. I don't know if you know my song Good Shit, but there's a line that's I'm still good friends with your best friend's girlfriend. Yeah. And now they're getting married. So I'm really scared to see him if he goes to the wedding. But maybe he won't even go to the wedding. He may not go to the wedding. No, he's gonna he may go, not go to the wedding. He's gonna go to the wedding. He's gonna go to the wedding. He's totally gonna go to the wedding. She wants me to play there too. So Oh, we'll then you, play, you can play that song. Goes. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> I play like every diss track I ever wrote about him. A will be like, Robin, please stop. Please stop. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny shit. That's funny shit. So, um, so radio tour is next. What are you looking forward to radio? Because this is your first radio tour. This is your first big major deal. This is your first like pick girl job. You know, (laughs) that's really not really a job. It's like it's 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 who you are. So what do you know about radio tours and what do you what what do you plan on? Like so, what, do you, what do you think? What do you think you know? Radio about tour, I did a virtual one for F one fifty. Um and it was just we had filmed a full band kind of three song thing and then we played it for them over Zoom and then they met and everything. But I think it's just so hard for them to remember who the heck I am when it's through a screen. So I think I'm gonna double radio tour this song and go like meet everybody in person once I get my thing, once I'm all loaded up and ready to run. And so I know that it's exhausting and it's long hours and it's a lot of travel. But I love backpacking. Like I'm a little traveler. I'll get my backpack on. I'll get zero sleep. I'll be hungover. I don't care. Um, <laughs> give me like one or two days to recoup every week and we're laughing. So I'm excited for radio tour. I'm excited to meet people and like let people see who the heck I am. Because that's the scariest thing. If people don't know you, why would they play you? You know? That's very true. That is very, very true. I'm really like excited to see how your career turns out because... <laughs> me too. <laughs> <laughs> I really am. Like, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of there's a lot of new artists coming through and i'm and i always i always tell people like there's a lot of new people coming through all all the time all but the you time. but you never know who's going to stick around for the longevity and I, and I think that you have the personality to stick around i think that you have the music to stick around for a long long time um Thank, you. <laughs> Thank I goodness. That, I don't say that very I don't say that very often. No, I do. Like your personality, I can just tell. And I'm curious to see. I'm I'm just curious. Again, I'm like this is nothing against TikTok or, or labels that are signed TikTok stars. I'm curious to see how beneficial and how great it could ha- it could be um, for TikTok for people for labels and for artists who get discovered on TikTok. I'm very curious to see it. Yeah, and I see like I see it happening with Radio Airplay. I, I you know I I you guys played on Series X on the Highway, and I'm sure and I know that I know for a fact. I'm not saying why I know for a fact, but I know for a fact your numbers had something to do with that. Your your streaming numbers because of TikTok has something to do with that. So that's already playing yeah. a play into, you know, getting you radio airplay. So it's very, yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see how it does, you know, with the live numbers and it's terrifying. Yeah. 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 And it's interesting because I think TikTok can, is a great tool to use. And I'm, I'm very aware of the fact that people might change their career course for what mm-hmm. TikTok says. Mm-hmm. And my managers have kind of reeled me in from that. They're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Doesn't matter what songs people want you to release, release what you want to release. Mm-hmm. Stay on track. Do you? Because um, it's so easy when you maybe play a song, a 10, some clip, 10 second clip, and people are like, release this song, release this song. And it's like, does the song go with my brand? Is this a song that I actually want to put out for me? And I think a lot of people sometimes blow up on TikTok. And then so there's like, well, this seems like the song to put out. And I'm trying to be very conscious and smart in like not bending 
to what people want, but like staying on track to what Mm -hmm. I want. Mm -hmm. And I hope that sets me apart. And I'm not just a TikTok artist, you know, but we'll see. We'll see where the wind blows. I mean, at the end, because I mean, it's true because at the end end of the day, at the end of the day, this is your career. This is what you want to make out of it. This is what you want to do out of it. If you want to be, if you want to be just known in country music, or if you want to hop over to a different genre and blow up there and then, you know, dabble a little bit, just go back and forth. Artists do that, yeah. and but that's it's all up to you. You have full control of your I career. Power. You, yeah, you have the power. You know, um, <laughs> and a lot of people, and that goes for any any normal person. Like you know, not just artistry, not just us in the music industry or careers. Like a doctor has the power for their career, what they want to do. You know, yeah, and how they want to make Set out your of it. goals and figure it out. Yeah, you know, that's that's what you want to do. That's what you that's what you're made for. So. I, I see that happening, and you got a good group. Warner is Warner is fucking phenomenal. I mean, come on, Kenny Chesney and Blake Shelton. Come on now, and Ingrid Andrus and Gabby Brett. I'm just I'm such like a female listener. So yeah. I remember just being like, they're on the label and they're killing it. And I want to do, I want to be a part of whoever is a part of them. <laughs> right. Cause they, I mean, they had what number one's back to back. It was, yeah. it, and, and it was, was, which is unheard of. They had it back to back, which is great. I love them to death there. I'm, I'm too big. I'm a big fan of both of them, especially Gabby. Mm-hmm. Cause I just think that Gabby can just sing her ass off. And he's like 20. Yeah. I can't. I just, I was like, when I was 20, I was drunk in a ditch. Like this girl <laughs> got it figured out. She's killing it. I was like, yeah, that was, I could go back to 20 and be like, Hey, be good at your job. Mm. But here I am. So what so do who you, cares? who cares how we got here? So what, what do you want people to know about you? Like what, 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 what's been your best attributes that, that's helped you so far? My best attribute that has helped me so far. Think that I'm good at customer service. Let me explain. Okay. All right. <laughs> Cause I feel like, the music business is very customer orientated where like you got to put on a good face. You got to be nice. Um, you can't really back talk people cause it'll get around stuff like that. So I feel like being customer service is like, it made me adaptable It made me be able to talk to different people like you and then go to talk to somebody else who might have a totally different personality than you. But I can, you know, do whatever I do that I got in customer service to be able to handle every interview, every person I talk to, every fan I do. So I think that's my best attribute is I was a waitress for five years. Is that weird? Has that been an answer? No, that, that's, 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 not, that's, that's not weird at all because of the fact that <laughs> that is, uh, I fully understand it because I've spent a whole lot of time in customer service as well. So I fully understand. And you're great at what you do. And I'm great at what I do. Um, not to toot my own horn anybody, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but no, that's, that's not that's, to toot my own horn, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but that, that's very true because you, you need that ability to be able to adapt. And I think artists, uh, a lot of artists have that, a lot of artists don't have that, but you know, it, it's it's it yeah. all it's personality, it's charisma, and you got it, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the person at? Come on, say something. Uh, uh, yeah, what's, no. what's next up? What's next for you? I got new music coming. I'm telling you, because um, it's coming. I don't know when this podcast comes out, so maybe it'll already be out. By the it time might it already be out. Like, it might already be out. When you plan on releasing it? <laughs> like in two weeks. Oh uh, yeah, it'll be already be out by then. May. Okay. Well, I have been everybody. I got a song out right now. Go check it out. Only if you want to. You don't have to. Um, And it's called Tell You Everything. So this is my first single since the EP with F-150 because Mm -hmm. 
I was going to release new stuff in the fall, but then I got signed and all of a sudden it's like, whoa, let's rein it in, figure out a new game plan. Um, so I finally get to release new music and I'm so excited because all I do is make music and I'm just excited. <laughs> yeah, I got a, I got a single coming out and then a month after the single, I have an EP coming out. Oh my gosh. So, um, I got plans. A, so tell me about it. Tell me about the single. What was the inspiration behind it? single? Mm-hmm love song i know what you're thinking there goes her career down the drain no just kidding um i it's a love song it's a robin adelini love song um it's from well i have a boyfriend and i met him and i felt like instantly i was like yep this is the one i you just know i feel like people always say you know but no i I swear it's like this weird feeling so it was like a six days after we were like yep we're dating now that I hung out with my friend Jesse Slack and I was like can you just play guitar and I'm just gonna say how I feel and it's just a song being like I want to tell you everything like every single detail of my life you are the person I want to tell every bad thing that's happened to me every messed up thing like I feel like you won't judge me and I trust you and so it's like yeah just like a love song wow. it's intense so wow. a lot of drums a lot, a lot of drums <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I'm excited to hear this song. I'm very excited to hear this. I'm I'm so pumped. And it's just like, it's kind of in the same lane as F-150 musical style. Mm-hmm. So I'm very, I'm very excited. Oh my God. Can you tell? I'm just like, I've had this song for so long and I want to put it out. <laughs> <laughs> I need to control myself. <laughs> anyway. I love then, this. Yeah. And then the EP is, so my first EP was the I'm Not Always Hilarious EP. Mm-hmm. So it was like some heartbreak songs, some sad songs. And then this EP is going to be the But I'm Not Always Sad Either EP. And it's got the love song. It's got a ball busting song where like you see your friend's boyfriend at the bar, but he's not with his girlfriend that he's supposed to be with. And then imagine like Timon and Pumbaa and you're like, hold me back, Pumbaa. Hold oh. me back. So, <laughs> yeah, I got inspired by the Lion King and I was pretty drunk when I wrote it. My one friend was blackout. My other friend was, she was holding us together. And then um, there's a song called Daddy's Daughter, which is just basically, I wrote it in November. So after the whirlwind of like getting signed and everything, and I had huge imposter syndrome because I was like, I'm just a girl from Canada. I don't deserve this. I don't, how did my first record deal be a major label kind of thing? And then brought myself in. I was like, nothing matters except that your parents love you. So that's kind of like a heartwarming song. What's my other song? The other song is called Sincerely Drunk Me. And if you've ever had anxiety, you know, when you're like hungover and you have really bad anxiety, I'm talking like a mile a minute. I'm so sorry, but I'm on a rant. No, you are fine. Um, (laughs) Okay, great. So it's like, I get really bad anxiety. I have bad anxiety anyway. But when you're like drunk and you do a bunch of stupid stuff and then sober you would like hate myself I hate everything about me and then it's like drunk you being like whoa hold up if you think that you're shitty you're probably not like it's fine whatever you did is fine and it's just kind of about like accepting your mistakes and not hating yourself about it from the perspective of drunk you I am so fucking pumped for the <laughs> CP <laughs> I just like go on a whole on rant. Sorry. I am so sorry. You love um Mitchell Tenpenny, right? Yeah. So sincerely drunk me at the time there was drunk me, which is like I can't get drunk because uh-huh. I make a mistake. There's Sign Sober You by uh-huh. um by Hardy. Hardy. And then up here in Canada there was a song called Dear Drunk Me. And basically it's always sober the song is always sober someone telling drunk person not to do stupid things. And then my manager is like, Robin, you should tell like drunk you should tell sober you to stop being so rude or like 
worried all the time. And then, so that's where the song came from. And it's hilarious. Like you're going to hear that song and you're going to be like, this girl, like caught it. Oh my God. This, I I can't wait. I can't wait. I cannot wait for this to come out. I can't wait to hear this. I am so excited. I haven't been excited for a new artist in a very long time. And I'm very excited to see what happens to you. Um, This has been. Hopefully I don't just. No, I I highly doubt that. (laughs) I I highly doubt that's what that would happen. I highly doubt that. Welcome to my anxiety. <laughs> I highly doubt that's what happened, but I, I want to thank you because um, I'm going to wrap things up here because I, I want to thank you for this because taking your time to do this and and coming on and showing everyone. And then I want to know who the friend is. Oh, I'll tell you who the friend is. Don't worry. But okay. showing everyone who you are um, is is seems to be very easy for you because uh, you have the personality that you are very outgoing, and I fucking love it. Thank you. I mean, I have to be honest. Sometimes I'm like, I'm an introvert, so I have to have like two days of darkness. Mm-hmm. And if anybody talks to me in my two dark days, it's game over. But then I can come out of the darkness and be me. That's so, everybody, though. That's, That's everybody. I think so. You got to recharge. You got to yeah, recharge. Just, you can't be on all the time. You got to. You got to. You got to recharge sometimes. Yeah. 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 So thank you. Thank yeah. you for giving me a platform to come and talk about myself. And Not a problem. Not a problem. Introduce me to some more folks. Not a problem. I'll, 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 I'll tell you after this, but this has been another episode of Smoking Section. Uh, make sure you go and check out Miss Robin Otolini and uh, go listen to her music because she is getting ready to blow the fuck up. Yes, I said it. Yep, I already blew up a pickup truck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks. Thanks.